Hi, I'm Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. I appreciate you coming along for the ride. We're all thrilled when a baby is born into the world, aren't we? And our expectation of that baby is that, well, they'll begin to grow physically. We worry if they don't grow physically. Now, sometimes things can happen physiologically in a child that can stunt their growth. Uh, but you know what? We love that child just the same, knowing that they just won't grow to the stature of other children or adults, and that's kind of normal for them. But if there isn't any issues that might stunt a baby's growth, well, we'll do everything in our power to keep that child healthy so that they can reach their full potential and full stature. What about us in the spiritual realm? <clears throat> Is it possible that a person can be stunted in their spiritual growth yeah, just because they didn't do the work to grow? Well, yes, I think it is possible. And it happens to people all the time. I mean, they start out by trusting in Jesus to be their savior and they're, quote, born again. But sometimes that's as far as their spiritual maturity goes and they continue to live in spiritual infancy. Have you ever met a person like that? They claim to have been saved for, well, maybe many years. But they always struggle and they fight with God when a trial enters into their life. And they don't really have a prayer life. And they rarely read the Bible except on a Sunday when they attend church. And they never teach a Bible study or mentor another person. You've never seen them give any kind of spiritual leadership in the church or work in a nonprofit, and they're never really stretching themselves to have to trust God for anything in their life because, well, they're living life in their own power and strength. Basically, <clears throat> their spiritual life is stunted. Is this the way the Christian life should look? Well, I don't think so. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15. That we may no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with a, every wind of doctrine by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects unto him who is ahead, even Christ. Well, that's pretty clear. And then Peter exhorts us to grow spiritually in 1 Peter 2.2. 2, when he says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. And then Paul reminds us again in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 5, speak the truth in love. So we may grow up unto him in all things. And again, Peter tells us in 2 Peter 3.18, so grow in grace and grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You see, we're commanded to grow in our mature, to maturity and spirituality. The, the responsibility to grow isn't an option for the believer. It's mandatory. Now, growth never happens overnight. I mean, the great oak tree can take a century to grow to its fullest height. And it's going to take a lifetime for the believer to grow in full maturity. In fact, the reality is that we won't be done growing until Christ returns. And growth can be both joyful and painful. 
God can use hard and unwelcome things in our life to cause us to grow. And he can use happy, joyful times to encourage our growth. Our growth requires both the storms of life that help us sink our roots deep into Christ and sunny days that add to our vitality. Both of them are necessary. Now, we can either let the storms set us back by refusing to accept them as from God, or we can use them as a means to get to know God more fully. But you know what? You can't stand still spiritually. Now, some people don't grow spiritually because when they get saved from sin, well, no one was there to help to nurture them. I mean, when a baby is born, they need cuddling, right? They need warm milk. They need care. If they don't get it, well, that baby can actually die. And a newborn Christian needs the same thing. Otherwise, they can fall into unscriptural teaching and false religions that can produce a false perception of God, and the result is negative growth, or in the least, regression to babyhood and confusion. You see, when God is seen through the eyes of earthly standards, well, he's always misrepresented. The same way that if a child is schooled in a man-made belief system, well, God's word is always falsified. But the Bible is the only true measure of how a believer can grow. The word of God is the only standard of how a Christian can mature. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 1 says, Laying aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, all envy, and all speaking, you will grow. That means that putting all sin away or choosing not to sin will cause us to grow. But when we do fall into sin, John comes along to the rescue when he says in 1 John 1, 9, For if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Apostle Peter tells us that a little baby has a great appetite for nourishment. And in the same way, believers should desire the pure milk of God's word, which will result in growth. He says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, Therefore, laying aside all sin as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You see, every believer starts their Christian life in the way on their way to maturity. But Hebrews warns us that many people will fall by the wayside due to life's circumstances, feelings, wrong doctrine, lack of teaching, or biased perceptions. That's why all the writers of Scripture request us to lay aside sin, to confess our sin, to grow in grace, and to walk in the light of Christ. Why? So that we can prevent our growth from becoming stunted, and so that we can enjoy sweet fellowship with God. John said in 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. Truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. And we're told these things so that our joy might be made full. You see, our spiritual growth is contingent 
upon our fellowship with the Father through the Word of God. And when we walk in His light, our sins come to the surface and we begin to realize, well, we need His cleansing. Every time we find cleansing and we seek God in His fullness, we experience spiritual growth. And joy is always the result. Let me ask you, are you growing spiritually? Or are you stagnated or maybe even going backwards? Now is the time to get back into the light where you can begin to grow. And the light is found in God's Word. Thanks for listening today. I hope you'll join me again next week.